I mean, we're just now marketing Brazilians for the UFC. You know what I mean? And Bellator is a little bit better. I mean, like, like giving them more of a name, right? They've been pushing in Brazil for, yeah, dude, a hundred percent before like 2014. How many fucking Brazilian fucking like now it's, now it's starting to be bigger there. to the Standing Up and Throw Down podcast. I'm Tim Heights, and with me as always is Johnny, okay. Johnny right. <laughs> Smooth jazz in the morning. <laughs> You're not listening to KO 103 in the morning with the fucking the moo and the goo. Yeah. <laughs> fucking just terrible sound effects. Oh my, yeah, that thing that like you spin, it goes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cars crashing and shit. <laughs> you honk a horn. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that there's uh, uh all right, so oh. you know how like morning radio is not what it used to be? Fuck no, dude. I feel like people still listen to it and I think those people are psychopaths. Like, yeah, that or they're boomers. Oh yeah, I think podcasts killed the radio star. Yeah. But if you if you think about it, like there's uh some people uh I was I was talking to my girl the one day and her her friend does uh financing for houses mm-hmm. and this radio personality in the morning or whatever yeah. in Kansas City Makes like six hundred thousand dollars a year. How? Houseway? How the fuck? Houseway <laughs> for real, bro. How do you make six hundred thousand dollars a year doing I fucking meet no me kind of shit? Yeah, I have no fucking idea, man. I mean, like, even with like, internet radio, I feel like that immediately kills. There's been a couple times radio where, period. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's been a couple times my phone has died, and I've oh. had to turn it on the radio, and I, Yikes. I, I was, I, I turned it off. I cried. Yeah. Um. Sorry, sorry, radio personalities. Podcast killed the radio star. No, I'm not sorry. You didn't. You didn't adjust. Like, yeah, you, you haven't adapted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that definitely was working. You know, at, at a certain point in time. Yeah. You know, until all the internet stuff but, came out with right. podcasts. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like if you haven't been able to adjust, even with the podcast, like the podcast world itself, um, if you're not able to keep up with it. Yeah. Right. Well, I think the problem with the radio stuff is they're like. All right, we got we got Bobby in the morning. Hey, Bobby, what, what are you what are you doing in, in San Diego? And he's like, oh, I'll be here for a couple of days to do blah blah blah. And they're like, all right, great, we're going to commercial. And it's fucking seven minutes of commercial. Yeah. Oh, and then oh, Riley, <laughs> oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I have to I have to listen to this for fucking yeah three minutes every every five minutes. Right. It's it's like TV. I don't want to watch. Yeah, no one watches TV anymore. Bro, I have cable. I've never turned it on. Yeah. I don't even know if it works. I just don't want to watch fucking commercials. Ah, yeah, I hear you on that one, dude. I'm a, I'm a millennial. And on, and on top of that, like, let's say there is this, you know, whatever radio personality. Yeah. And it's at a certain time slot. And mm-hmm. if you don't catch it, you're fucked. Like, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're done. That, that, that one hour, two hour, three hour slot, whatever the case may be. Yeah. You don't catch it at that point, you're done. Versus, yeah. like, podcasts, like, I can wait weeks and weeks and weeks or ever, like, yeah, forever. I can, I can go, go back. back and yeah, yeah that's fine. We'll listen. That's yeah, no one's reco- I would never listen to a recorded radio. Fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's what like satellite radio is. Well, Howard Stern, know? Howard Stern is still crushing it, but I but mean he's also adapted with yeah, like the time. Well, he was like yeah, he was like one of the first to have those kind of long form. Yes. Let's get kind of real with this conversation. Let's not ask about like a funny story from when you were you know like Jay yeah. Leno shit. 
he's like he he asks like okay so you were addicted to heroin in 1992 type shit and they're like yeah let's let's, let's stop trying to solve people's relationships over the air you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah yeah um i mean shout out to howard stern it's great but i I don't yeah no yeah i don't pay for person serious fucking no radio i get it once every every few years i'll get it with a brand new car (laughs) for about a year (laughs) yeah exactly yeah exactly i mean i'm sure there's great content out there whatever but yeah money my money can just be spent elsewhere yeah that's all absolutely that's i get free all. podcasts to listen to some commercials in the beginning and then yeah it's good to go yeah exactly yeah. or you can listen to this listen when to we have no commercials and shit. yeah exactly i like manscaped i bought the 3.0 yeah i have it too it's nice yeah. it does nick my balls though which is it does of... it grabs at it yeah yeah i think it's got thick pubic hair you got thick yeah you got jeans you got thick hair and soft nuts yeah, nuts, yeah. it's not notoriously soft yeah, <laughs> I've been on good authority that Johnny Rockets has soft nuts, dude. He's got to wear that extra strong cup, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up, man? What? Yeah. How are, how are you? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, uh, I'm glad we we were able to get this podcast um, done this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I feel like it works better for us than that, and we may not be able to see each other later this day, or yeah. later today, because it's fucking stay at home order and shit. It's crazy, unless we plan like meet up at home depot or something jesus christ <laughs> it's so silly man um i have a i had brunch uh with a with a with a buddy of mine um scheduled for today and he he told me uh i can make you brunch over at my house and i was like are we dating bro right, yeah. i'm gonna come over to your house to have mimosas oh, and, yeah. and omelets at your house so i'll be over there sucking them off mm-hmm. yeah uh, no, it's just it's so stupid, man. You want to you want to take the reins on this because I feel like you got something to say about this. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I understand that we're still trying to mitigate the problem and I'm for that. I am 100 percent for trying to solve this problem. Yeah. The issue is this is we lumped up California. Right. Which is what well, I forget what the statistic is. I think it's like five times, six times the size of, of uh, Jerusalem mm-hmm. and shit like that. And European countries, the size of a European country. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna split that up into five different fucking sections. Yeah, what's this map saying that you got? Up? Yeah, so Gavin Newsom came out and said like, "Hey, these five sections are gonna be what California split up into." So we got Southern California, San Joaquin Valley, the Bay Area, Greater Sacramento, and then Northern California. Yeah, those are the five sections, right? Um, the issue with that is uh, specifically pertaining to Southern California, right? Is that you have Los Angeles, Santa Barbara, Ventura, Orange County, right? Mm-hmm. Limped in, l- lumped in with Imperial County, um, San Diego, San Bernardino, Riverside, like yeah, Riverside, right? Um, now the problem, well, why that's such an issue is because when people or when Gavin Newsom orders the lockdown, it's kind of like a certain criteria trigger, mm-hmm. right? So when the trigger of Eighty-six percent capacity of the ICU met. So there's yeah. If there's a hundred bodies, they can have them in the ICU. If there's eighty-six of them, yeah. For that entire region, right? Yeah. Then we have to go on a thirty-day or a three-week lockdown, right? Um, now when if you live in San Bernardino or even in San Diego or Riverside and stuff like that, we don't have this massive surplus of hospitals. There's a lot of hospitals. Yeah, we're yes. being lumped in with Los, Los Angeles. Angeles, who has the majority of like a a thick ass share of hospitals. Right. And uh, Orange County's the same way. Ventura and they're doing the same way. They're doing pretty dog shit when it comes to yeah, their numbers. The fucking since day one. Yeah. Orange County, Los Angeles. Just Ventura, sharing needles yeah. and coughing in each other's mouths, dude. Right, exactly. Just sucking toes and yeah. getting fucking sick. Exactly. Whereas 100%. San Diego, we're not doing bad. 
dude, Riverside, it, dude, Imperial, they, there's no one there. Right. And yet they're going to be lumped in with the same shit. They've been on lockdown, though. Like, let's be honest. Their <laughs> life is locked down. Come on now. What I think, what I think the, so the issue here is you have all these other uh, places lumped in with Los Angeles. And I'm saying Los Angeles is the issue. Bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, 100%. But why didn't, why didn't he do the smart thing and go by like county? That's what I was thinking. You know? That's what I was thinking. Um, I think, and I'm just taking a stab here. I don't know this for uh, officially. Is that because assholes in Los Angeles, when that when they locked down, they, they all moved. Not moved, but like they were like, "Fuck this! I got family in San Diego." So here's the thing I'm about down there for a couple weeks. So like when that. yeah, when they were in lockdown heavy, all the comics and the, I'm just speaking strictly from this this standpoint because that's yeah. what I know. All the comics from Los Angeles were coming down here to perform on our shows and our mics. There was a shit ton, dude. I get LA comics all the time coming to my shows um, just because they're like, hey, everything's locked down up there. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, because you guys aren't doing the right thing. Like we're I, I wear my mask, dude. I don't fucking I don't go and hang out at these underground parties and, and fucking smoke Dejarum cigarettes and and you know and what I mean? Suck each other off and yeah. suck each other off. Yeah. No. Which is cool, by the way. Yeah. We're not knocking that. No, 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 no. I, I suck my close friends off. All right. And I don't even smoke, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, all jokes aside, they shouldn't have these lumped in with San Diego. You got 10 million plus people in Lo- Los Angeles, right? Yep. And I say plus because, I mean, people are coming and going all the time. Yeah. All right. Compared to San Diego, San Diego, greater San Diego County, even with like fucking lump in Riverside with that, we got probably 3 million people all together. Right. And that's spread out across 160 uh, uh, square miles or whatever the fuck it is. Whatever. Yeah, that's a lot. of Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so condensed in Los Angeles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the entire state. It's like Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Jose Bay Area. Right. That little, those little fucking Oakland, those little three fucking towns and shit like that. Sacramento, San Diego. That's basically about it. Like, yeah. not even San Diego. San Diego's on the bottom. We only our population for the city is like a million. I think our county is. 3 million or something yeah like exactly if you lump it all together our actual population yeah, is i'm like, firing from the hip on that so if you know it's about me, you're probably gonna be right it's about that dude it's like 1.3 or something like that yeah maybe even less but you're gonna lump us in with that but and then you're gonna like well, i don't even know what the fuck mono is yeah I mean, where is that poor fucks i've never heard of that before like i might have dr- driven through it though yeah it's u-shaped around they, they lumped up mm-hmm. it's up near sacramento and that's still considered south uh california come yeah. on dude it's dumb it's retarded. Um, like, who came up with these fucking maps, dude? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't throw them into the fucking valley. They might as well have. Yeah. But whatever. Anyways, and yeah, they're getting fucked. They're just like, all right, whatever. You know, uh, San Joaquin Valley within itself is shut down, too. Yeah. I think it works with shit like San Joaquin Valley because uh, all that land and stuff like that, the hospital, the number of hospitals match the number of people are in there for that area. Right. And when I say that, I mean... Um, you see X amount of population, right, yeah. with uh, not condensed in Fresno. Right now, granted, mm-hmm. is there more people in Fresno than there is in, in Kern? Yes. Yeah. But it's not as condensed as Los Angeles versus Riverside or oh, San Diego. Oh, 100%. Matter. So, I, honestly, I feel like Los Angeles should have been its own and then Southern California. Los Angeles like, should have a giant fucking fence built around it, dude. Yeah. Just Keep them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Not all of them. Just like, um, yeah, like the Scientologists do. You fucking put spikes on the outside and spikes on the inside. Absolutely. No one can get in. No one can get out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know, I would agree if they did lump 
us and with Los Angeles as well because we are a bigger, you know, town. Yeah. But I don't. We're gonna get fucked. Los Angeles is gonna dick us down. That's what I'm saying. My whole my whole like take on this is that Los Angeles is gonna fuck us here in San Diego. Yeah. You know, because A, they've been dog shit from the beginning. Yeah. And B, they if we get our shit together, because we're not doing the hottest either, but let's say we get our shit together. Yeah. We're fucked, dude. Yeah. We're fucked. If like even if we're zero you know, we effectively fucking contain COVID, mm-hmm. Los Angeles is still going to fuck us at the end of the day mm-hmm. because of all their hospitals and their activity. Yeah, they need to take a second look at this because I can't I can't do anything anymore. It's killed everything. Anything that anyone was trying to ever do yeah. in, in San Diego. The past year has been, and 2021, not looking fucking brighter, no, to be no, honest. No, no, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, Vegas right now, too. I don't know if they got a new mayor or something. But my buddy was there last weekend. He was at this Italian restaurant, this nice, really nice Italian restaurant. We, we went there a couple of times. It's, it's, yeah. it's gorgeous. But anyway, he was eating, and the maitre d' or whatever the fuck it is came up, and he was like, um, excuse me, if you can, in between bites, pull your mask up over your face. Jesus I would have got nice. up. I would have been like, oh, roger that, and I would have stood up and walked out. I'm not – are you kidding me? Like, what yeah. are we doing right oh, now, man? They blue, didn't they? Didn't Nevada turn blue? This past election, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Arizona did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't whether whether they're blue or red. That's a stupid. That's really fucking stupid. You don't have to in between bites, sir. Put your mask on. Like, what are we doing? Yo, we used to fucking invade countries, bro. Yo, we fucking we kicked England's ass for our right to fucking sit down and eat without pulling them out. And this is so crazy that I'm even saying this now, because like. A year ago, I was like, "Fucking masks! Come on, man, is that gonna help?" And now I'm like, now they're pushing me slow, slower, slowly and slowly into like being this. Well, can't I just have my mask down when I eat? And they're like, "Absolutely not, you fucking pussy!" Like, just yeah, you can't eat, asshole. Yeah, shove it up your ass. Yeah, food in your ass. if you don't like it, get out of here. Yeah, like, dude, I don't. So, hey, good job, Newsom. Fucking putts. Uh, yeah, this guy. I, here's here's the thing, dude. Like. He's kind of half-assing it. That's that's my thing. This whole thing is kind of half-assed because you can still take out, okay, take out food. All right, fine. Right? But you're still leaving your house. There's still that chance yeah. of spreading, right? And you can still go to, like, retail stores. You can still go to Walmart, Target, these super stores no, that paid. You can, you can go to, like, clothing stores. You can go to Burlington if you fucking want. Yeah. They're just at 20% capacity. Yeah. Bitch, if I can still go to the fucking mall, what the fuck is, like, wh- how are yeah. we still, you know what I mean? Like, it's this whole middle of the road shit isn't is good for nobody. Yeah. It's not going to slow. It's not going to slow down infection. Right. And it's, it's not, not going to help businesses. Like you're just bleeding them out slowly. If you were to just close, if we would have closed down everything for two weeks in the beginning. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Well, here's the, if we would have shut down our borders when we saw China fucking blowing up, like we should have like every other country in the fucking Asian Pacific. Yeah. This wouldn't have been a thing. My, my, when this first, so here's the thing: we've passed a, a year of COVID being around COVID nineteen, right? Yeah. People are like, "Oh, what's that until March?" And blah, blah. No, bitch. No, it's been around November since fucking November. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just hasn't been here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you didn't fucking think that it was gonna an airborne disease was gonna come to America, yeah. Like you're stupid. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I think just because in the past after, it was never as bad, because you got yeah. like the Middle Eastern respiratory syndrome. You have, you know, all the SARS and it never hit us bad. We didn't think it was going to be like this, but this one is just more, tra- it's easily transmittable. 
easier than any other fucking virus Super we've had easy. in a long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just because of the size of it, like, yeah, um, people forget how small this thing is. Like, that's why the N95 mask was so fucking huge because it's yeah. filtered. This filtration system was able to, yeah. to cover it and shit like that. Yeah, Anyways, dude, long story short, <sighs> we're half assing it. Yeah, we need we like it just needs to be ripped off or we need to establish a plan. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that is like if we're going to open everything up, we need to have consistent guidelines. Yeah. Um, and we need to have the right. And everybody needs to be on board with it. And I think that's the biggest problem, too. But if we're going to shut down, we need to shut down effectively. Look, man, I'm on board. All right. I'm on, I'm, I, I promise I'm on board. Uh Anyway, I'm, I'm fucking mad now. Fights. Let's get into the fucking fights. Cool, man. dude. Let's talk fights. Great. People, people are tired of our fucking COVID shit. So fantastic. Jack Hermanson taking a short notice fight. Well, I mean, he's he was slated for the main event, but went through a couple opponents. Supposed to be Till. Supposed to be Holland. Mm-hmm. Landed on Marvin Vittori, who comes in. Yeah. Who was training for a fight because he was right. fighting next week. Comes in here, dude, with the upset. Um, interesting. Enough, technically not an upset because he was the betting favorite coming in. He was very interesting. Number 12 guy mm-hmm. favored over number four. Um, but Vittori man controlled the whole fight that first Holy round, shit. great first round. Yeah, um, the only round that I thought third I round he took off. Yeah, and I he took it off on purpose to get his win back. I think I agree. Yeah, that agree. there's no like, there was no like, oh, he's getting tired. Like, I mean, he was probably getting a little tired, but he took off that round. He, he knew he was very active first and second round. He knew he was going to take off the third round. Yeah. And how about this, man? Uh, not really known for his grappling, but was able to stuff most things. And the switches he was doing on on Hermanson, it was crazy, man. It was beautiful. Like there was one, there was one time I think in the third or fourth round when Hermanson uh, got uh, like a leg lock on him almost. Yep. And he just kind of played it out until the end of the round. Mm-hmm. Like he, I mean, it was if he maybe would have had more time, I think he could have submitted Vittori in that in that instant, but. He didn't have much yeah, time left. I mean, right. And it's at the end of the fight. Yeah. Sweaty and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this, though. You were talking about the takedown defense. Yeah. What's very impressive about Vittori's takedown defense, right? Anyone can stuff a double yeah. or a single, that initial shot. Mm-hmm. Like, that should be the baseline of UFC fighters' takedown defense. Yeah. Stop the initial shot. What gets hard is when you chain wrestle. So when you go for the single, switch to a double, go right. for a high crotch, back to a single. That That's where it gets. Yeah hard right because you're playing speech and it was like this guy was had to have been training for this kind of fight because he made it yeah he knew he knew what was going on it looked boom 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 boom. it looked like uh like like a training video on how to defend takedowns it was great and And then then when he got sat down hit the switch he found a way to give up to his feet yeah it it never stopped he never uh i don't want to say submitted to the position but he never accepted a position like, oh, now I'm on my ass. I guess yeah. this is it. Let me fight for guard. He's like, no, fuck this. I still right. have. And when he when he would switch and he's got any, he, he was able to get a uh, um, uh, top control a couple times. Yes. You saw Hermanson kind of just, okay, here I am now. Yeah. You know? And that might be the grappler in him because he's right. probably like, you know what? I, yeah, let me just hit him with a fight here, period, and I can do work. Yeah, let me do a back. triangle choke. Let me get an arm bar yeah. or something. Yeah. He was, he was still fighting for like butterflies and shit like that too, but yeah. understandable. So, but also I want to I want to give a shout out to Hermanson for he, – he had some fucking hands on, on the – dude, dude, on the feet. He was piecing him up. But also Vittori was like just coming right back. His counters. The counters. Dude, the counters. Huge. He was just just waiting, and dude, there was times it was so. I it's probably like the first or second round, like you saw Vittori just stop, just stop moving completely, wait for the punch, slip, and then just stick him, dude. It was so, 
I mean, he's he's a he's a motherfucker. And then congratulations to him being the first Italian in the top five. Yeah, fucking. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know where I don't know where you put Hermanson at this point, and I don't know where you put Vittori. So it's, so here's my thing with Hermanson. They have egg. We're talking about how Vittori, like, oh, you're coming in. You can't take her. You can't take much from Hermanson. Hermanson shouldn't drop any further than Gaslam. Yeah, I think Gaslam's like seven, eight. Seven. Yeah, I think Hermanson's probably six, but maybe. Uh, five. But then we'll you're see. taking Till out of the equation as well. I mean, Till's going to drop down. Gaslam's going to drop down. I don't know. I maybe put him. I'd put him right under Till. Yeah, because you're putting Vittori up there, obviously in top five. He mm-hmm. has to be number five. I think oh, you're shit, not going to. He's not going to. Not going to switch. It'll shuffle, it'll shuffle around, but yeah. Here's the thing. Regardless of where they rank, uh, Hermanson, uh, he's definitely not going to. I wouldn't expect him to fall lower than eight. No. And even if he is number eight, we know that he has top five. Yeah. You know. Scout talent and skill. I would love him against Derek Brown. They looked Arena. good in there too. They yeah. fucking yeah. The counters were everything because Hermans was like, "All right, fuck this." Like I'm gonna start. He came out blazing. He was throwing heat. He yeah. wasn't accepting defeat and stuff like that. He wasn't getting down on himself. He continued to fight the entire fight um, valiantly. But Vittori's counters controlled the fight. Um, he, he obviously got hit a couple times, but yeah, it was a great fight by uh, Vittori, man. And like I said, like. This was a more a challenging fight than Holland was. He went from a great challenge, hundred percent high profile with Darren Till, pulled out sadly enough. Then he kind of got a guy who has somewhat of a name, somewhat of a following, who's mm-hmm. making noise right now. Who I think he would beat, um, but who knows? I mean, Holland definitely had the opportunity to fight him. It's not, and it's not like Vittori doesn't have a name, but he definitely has he's a not bigger well name known. now. He's not as, yeah, he's not as well known as uh, his previous two opponents. Yeah, um, he had to come in there at. 200 plus pounds though i'll tell For you that sure dude was fucking huge huge bro. crazy huge. big yeah yeah had he to shave his head small shave his head to take some fucking weight off dude bro, he had that fucking american history x cut <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> he really did dude yeah absolute monster dude absolutely um moving on to another well-known middleweight yoel romero parting ways with the ufc tim i'll send this over to you first what is your feelings and take on that? Um, I mean, he, Romero, one of my favorite fighters. Um, great, great guy. Great personality. Mm-hmm. Um, powerful guy. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. He's taken his last three fights, right? He's taken losses on. He's I mean, lost, albeit. He lost four out of the last five. Four out of the last five? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Albeit he was fighting, like. James, top tier Robert Whitaker, right. Adesanya. Robert what I would what I would hate to see is Costa. Romero now getting, you know, top, you know, the bottom fifteen fighters or even, you know, an up and coming kid that pieces him up. I don't want to see this happen to him too. It's good for him to come out, you know, on top, kind of. Yeah. Because I, he's still beloved, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to see him go to Bellator. He, I I would like to see him go go get a podcast, baby boy. Like do something, you know. Oh, you, oh, you don't want him fighting again? Uh, no. I mean, where is he going to go from here? There's plenty of I, honestly. I Brett, thought Bellator would be be ideal. To be honest yeah. with you, the middleweight division is very interesting right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, he could do well, but it makes me sad to see because or even two hundred five. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I got nothing nothing against Bellator. It's just like you see this time and time again. Old heads go over to these different promotions after the UFC is like, oh, we've we've had enough of you fucking right. hanging out the dry you know hey you take him out to the backyard shoot him in the head you know and then they go and fucking come out of these other promotions i mean sure bellator great but at a certain point right I, I you're gonna fade out of obscurity or you can just come be like hey yeah had a great career maybe do some like super fights here and there but 
I think, um, although he Yoel didn't have Romero, a place in UFC anymore. That's what I'm yeah, saying. he was kind of in no man's land in the, the UFC, and he would have really kind of had to start his convert and his conversation. We have to start his career over again, basically, um, if he were to stay there. Yeah, I think although Yoel Romero is 43 years old, mm-hmm. he still was very competitive against the elite of the elite of the division. Yeah. Right, and entertaining. the Adesanya's, you know, the Costas, the, the Whitakers, which I had him winning the second fight. Yeah, um, but I think that is different compared to when you look at a Paige Van Zant getting cut from the UFC. You right, know what I mean, um, someone who's, I mean, well, you're on a legend, a streak and stuff like that. But he's still, he's still uber competitive. That's my biggest mm-hmm. point out of this whole thing. If he goes over to Bellator, I think I like the him and Gegard Mousasi matching up. I like him with uh, the 205ers they have over there. Even like a guy like maybe Phil Davis or something like that. Right. Uh, I like I like it. I like it a lot for Yoel Romero. I think there's a lot for him to do. Plus, he's already had that working relationship with Scott Coker when he was over in Strike Force. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to work there. Um, what I don't want to see him do is like a PFL thing. Um, I don't want him to yeah. see in at one. Um, although there is some interesting takes there. I just don't think he'll be promoted properly. Mm-hmm. I think Bellator is probably best suited for him. But who knows? Yeah, because um, you I start I getting... I don't know him. Right, because he doesn't but, have a... These other promotions have different markets, right? And it's hard yeah. to market. I and mean, we're just too. now marketing Brazilians for the UFC. You know what I mean? And Bellator is a little bit better. I mean, like like giving them more of a name, right? They've been pushing in Brazil for... Yeah, dude, 100%. Before like 2000... 14 how many fucking brazilian fucking like now it's now it's starting to be bigger there or bigger bigger here for those fighters you know what i mean it's hard to give these people names you want to see a fucking george st pierre you want to see a uh uh, is anderson uh, silva ring ring a bell well yeah all right okay a cup all right well machita bro come on man not see voice gracie bro come on still not Still not as big as like Brock Lesnar. Like everyone's like super excited about Frank Mir. Like I'm saying, like in that know. era, right? So, uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I feel like the UFC has been pushing Brazilians for a long time. Yeah. Also, well, I don't know why I said Brazilian in the first place because he's fucking Cubano. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So scratch that. Cuban. All right. How many Cuban fucking champions are there? None. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. So, is there a Cuban market I, I think, at, at fucking one? No. I mean, you wouldn't be tapping into a Cuban market, per se, in anything. It would be more of, like, the greater Latin America. Yeah. Um, just kind of rallying around. Yeah, absolutely. There's. I, I mean, think we're I, talking about a very small island you're trying to market in. Mm-hmm. Unless it's water or, I think you know, you're, a good filtration system, you're not going to get much pull in Cuba. Yeah. Yoel had a great... Uh, run in UFC as far as like marketing goes for I mean he's just a lovable guy oh yeah super entertaining and a great 100%. fighter um he catches your eye he walks you know you see him topless you're, you're like, like oh, oh wow that's a ninja turtle is yeah exactly that guy yeah exactly bro. oh Donatello right on <laughs> his fucking bodied up dude yeah. um I I don't know I just don't want to see him turn into what every single guy turns into after UFC right drops um, him I honestly I He's definitely. I'm of the belief that he's on the tail end of his fighting career for sure. Obviously, he's 43. Obviously, yeah. he's 407 years old. Yeah, um, but I think it's just going to be a new chapter. I think he's in similar space as Chris Cyborg right now. Yeah, to be honest with you, uh, but with more juice, I feel like uh, Yoel has a little more 
mm-hmm. uh, longevity in that if he chooses to. Um, but I don't think he's going to end up like majority of fighters who get released from the UFC. Um, he's more, I think, he's closer to a gay guard situation than he is to, like I said, like a Paige Van Zandt mm-hmm. um, or even a Rory in some kind of. Well, Rory kind of left at his peak of his powers. Yeah. So he's more of that air. Yeah. Good for him, man. Moving on to our third topic. Along with Yoel Romero, Yoel Romero, there's expected 60 fighters between now and the end of the year to be released. Who? Um, Dana White had rele- had brought this out in a press conference. Um, and his big thing was that his roster currently is inflated mm-hmm. more than it usually is. Because my assumption is going to be because of COVID. Right? Yeah. There isn't a regional scene right now. So he's kind of taking these regional scene fighters who would be fighting right. at an LFA, um, other low-level, you know, cage rage shit like that right? right he's taking all those fighters because he needs them to fill cards a and then guys like the contender series and shit like that yeah um and he's gonna drop 60 of them yeah 60 versus probably how many what 600 on the roster right now you would say maybe even a little probably bit more more yeah probably closer to 700 700 people yeah. on the roster yeah and, i mean and you're right dude he does need to fill these cards the the undercards and then um even on the on the main events you're seeing all these new guys and mm-hmm great finishes there's good fucking fights but it's hard to get excited about no-name people you know oh coming in you know he's got three fights under his belt right exactly there, there was a lot of fights where like oh you belong on the ultimate fighter or yeah. the contender series and shit like that like for this sure be a contender series fight right not on a prelim of a UFC yeah card. yeah no no real contracts or anything just hey can you get on this card kids like yeah sure exactly i mean and you might and i thought what i thought was cool about it was all these kids getting the chance, you do have the opportunity to really showcase and start the careers of some, mm-hmm. you know, future Hall of Famers. But I mean, the I would say fifty percent of the newer people. I mean, yeah, a lot of them didn't belong on the UFC no. stage. But like I said, we needed to fill those cards. Regional MMA was down. I mean, yeah, we were talking about UFC not able having um, ticket sales and having mm-hmm. a gate and shit like that. Yeah, regional MMA makes their nut off that gate versus the ufc that's only 16 to 20 percent yeah of the revenue everything's pay-per-view tv deals promotions you know, yeah. shit like that right ads mm-hmm. where a regional mma it's not they need those ticket sales and yeah. they can't fill stadiums and shit they can't fill backyards they can't do anything covid right yeah. so i think mma was just adopting a bit of that regional mma scene mm-hmm. inside just to keep things going and also with the the deal with espn dana white had to deliver a big year you know yeah, and yeah. i think now well, he, that, okay here's the thing he didn't have to yeah let's let's make this clear he didn't have to do any of that shit mm-hmm. but if he wanted to get paid right well, then. so i'm saying and now i think this next year it's going to be um more quality versus quantity and that's that's okay with me um, and I, the ball's in his that. court now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He has he has this the the opportunity to now say like, okay, well, we're not fucking, uh, we're not going to do fifty fights or fifty events. You know, or not. He doesn't have to because it it does get watered down and it's kind of tiring. Oh, yeah. that many fucking yeah events. Absolutely. Um, it's been a fire set. Remember those weeks we had like, oh, fights on Saturday, fights on Wednesday, Wednesday yeah, and shit like that. It's like, ah, damn, another Saturday again, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, we were just fire hosing, yeah, <laughs> fights for a while there. Um, we'll move on to our uh, fourth topic. Yeah, San Diego native Dominic Cruz. Yeah, is coming back, baby, going up against Casey Kenny. 
Yeah, man. Uh, what was his decision to come back? I mean, I'm not against it. I love Dominic Cruz. I love Dominic Cruz. I think he's honestly, I think he wants a couple more paydays, and this is his last run of the title. That's me personally. I clearly don't know the fucking guy. I never talked to him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But just me from the outside looking in, I think he's going, he's trying to start his final championship run, right? That'd be huge. I think he's already in the Hall of Fame, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. As long as he doesn't go on a BJ Penn esque losing streak. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I think he's like, you know, if I can get one more title run, a couple more fights, a couple more paychecks, he's got a lot of businesses going on on the side. Mm-hmm. He's a big car guy, and that's very expensive. So I'm sure, I'm sure he wants to get a, <laughs> you know, a, a nice little uh, sports car going and shit like that. He's going to be fighting Casey Kenny, who is a fucking savage, dude. Yeah. He's won, what, five of his last six. He's- only lost to Marab Davishili. Marab Davishili. Yeah. Um, I still butchered that name. But anyways, uh, which is four, it, four fights in 2020. How many fights did he fight in 2019? 2019. We'll scroll down and check out his record here. So he's fought one, two, three fights in 2019. So 2020. This would be his fifth. So the oh, guy. Well, no, it's in 2021. Yeah. But he's fought a lot in a short amount of time. Uh, and he's got a great fucking uh, um, record here. Besides, Absolutely. yeah, fighting or losing to decision. Yeah, dude, his UFC debut is in Ray Borg. <laughs> like, amazing. if you beat Ray Borg in your UFC debut, you for sure yeah. have, you know, some fucking A, nuts, but B, skill. Now, I will say this. Um, Dominic Cruz, if he comes in, um, you know, I mean, he's obviously going to come in fresh. He's going to come in. But if he comes in hungry and he does what Dominic Cruz does, I, I would, I'm, I'm going to give it to I'm going to give it to him. Absolutely. Uh, it seems like Casey Kenny wins all of his decisions via – or wins all of his fights via de- decision. Um, besides, I, he's got one guillotine choke. Um, yeah. So here's the thing, right? Because you look at it like, okay, unanimous decision. These are fucking shutouts, though. Yeah. Like, but he's you fighting – go back and watch the tape, yeah. he may not be getting the finish, but it's like the guy he was fighting – didn't have much right. answers from like, bro, you, you, even the Nathaniel Wood fight, who I take in high regard. Yeah. Um, which is a great fucking win. I would say that Dominic Cruz, besides maybe Ray Borg, Dominic Cruz is going to be his toughest fight. Uh, I mean, yeah, Nathaniel Wood, I mean, he's a great I, I fucking fighter. Nathan- I think Nathaniel Wood. Over is, Ray Borg? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For oh, sure. Are you taking that over Dominic Cruz being a tougher fight? Oh, no. Okay. No, no. Leading up prior, obviously, because they haven't fought yet, but so far, the toughest people he fought was Marab and Nathaniel yeah. Wood. Um, obviously he lost Marab, but something not to hang your head on. The guy is insane. Um, I'm right. I'm right there with you. If Dominic Cruz comes out and he doesn't look like Dominic Cruz, and I mean that the the technician, yeah, uh, the guy who's a step ahead of you, always similar to what Casey Kenny is mm-hmm. going up against with his opponents, um, then I think it, it should be it for Dominic Cruz. Maybe one other like farewell fight after this, but it shouldn't be against an unranked, hungry bantamweight. You know, yeah. Not saying nothing against Casey Kenny because I think he's that top fifteen pedigree, mm-hmm. but one thirty five is just so stacked, man. There's no room up there. So no, you have to no. get a name like. And this is Cruz. and this is where they're going to be fighting at. They're going to be fighting at the one thirty five. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, because Dominic Cruz, I don't know about that one twenty five, dude. That's that's not a. Yeah, oh, fuck. That's not happening. No. Fuck no, dude. No. Yeah. And um, especially at this point. That's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not like happening. That's that. Not, it's 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 locked yeah, with with elite fighters, and also Figueroa is just absolutely destroying everybody. 
Right. Yeah, he can never make 135. No. Without cutting off his arm, at least. Yeah. You know. Um. Well, when he fought Dillashaw, didn't he fight him at 125? No, it was at 135. Oh, he did fight him at okay yeah. 135. Okay, never Dillashaw mind. Dillashaw fought Cejudo at 125. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, then there you go. Uh, I think that Dominic Cruz isn't going. If this is if this is his like last chance at at trying to get the title, he's not at 135. You're not fucking, especially right so. now. Especially right now. Yeah. Really? You think so you think his uh title aspirations are just shot. He can definitely him. try and it's gonna come down to this fight right here. If you beat if he can beat Casey Kenny, you know, obviously take some more fights, but if you're not gonna beat this kid, I mean that's Oh absolutely. No, hundred percent he needs yeah. to go on a win streak. So Dominic Cruz is currently sitting at ten. Yeah. If he does beat Casey Kenny, Right. Um, Who's unranked. Who's unranked, right? But that starts his win streak. You don't think he can beat somebody like a Jimmy Rivera, Pedro Munoz? No, I'm saying Corey Sanhagen. I'm saying Jan. That's going to be saying, oh, that's, yeah, oh, those right. guys. I'm saying Marias. I'm saying Garbrandt. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I mean, fucking even a Sun I, I, I just don't. I mean, give him Jose Aldo. After, Jose Aldo after this. Mm. <laughs> I see. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Are you saying when he gets to that top yeah. five, top? Okay. That's where he's gonna have his problems. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the, the Cejudo mm-hmm. loss uh, didn't look too well with that. I can I can see that, but I think if Cruz is coming back, he has something. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. no need for him to come back. And I thought after Cejudo, that was kind of it. Yeah. But uh, I think he has something up his sleeve. But you're right. I agree. I agree with that point. Moving into our last little topic here, Khabib buying Gorilla Fight Championships. Yeah. He is now the owner of that promotion. Um, well, how do you feel about this in terms of his return, in terms of him moving forward with his life, really? Yeah. Um, what's your take on that? What is Gorilla Fight Championship? It's a re- so it's a professional regional uh, fighting championship, obviously mixed martial arts yeah. in that Eastern European Russia um, area. Yeah. Now, the only the only issue I have is like, how big is that going to get in the United States? Um, and is it, it it's I'm sure it's pretty big over there. Right. Yeah. So now is he going to just become a promoter? No. So um, is he going to coach? Right. So here's my thing. I don't think he's going to be promoting. I don't think he's going to be the president. I think he's just buying the promotion. Right. I think he's going to be more of like the Fertitas yeah. in terms of like we're going to financially support it. Right. Right. And then I'm obviously take the revenue and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Not like Dana White. Dana White's the president. He only helps promote it. Right. He helps with matchmaking. Right. He's he's man. literally the the judge the 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 jury right, and the prosecutor. Right, right. I don't yeah. think Habib's gonna do that. I think he's like, oh yeah, I own this and the third. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you think this is just like a um his, his income. residual income? Yeah. Yes, that's what I think this is. I love it, man. Especially having pound for pound, I would you know arguably goat. Um, yeah, baby, get your money. Buy up a fucking random promotion. Make it good though. Absolutely. You I know. See, that's it's still to be determined. My yeah. assumption that he's not going to be involved that much um, in terms of like day to day. He could be the face behind it. Even I think it's going to be more of like that. Yeah. To be honest with you. I want to see. I want to see Habib in a in a suit. I don't think I'll ever see that. <laughs> I don't think. I, maybe I don't know. <laughs> in, a, in a fucking data white pinstripe suit with no tie on, just like the first three buttons oh, unbuttoned. Jesus Christ! <laughs> all the chest hair. Yeah. Um, but I like, I agree though. I think it's a money move. Yeah. I think it's great for him. I think it's great for the region really to see 
somebody mm-hmm. who came from Dagestan yeah. to the point where, like, hey, I got this promotion. Giving back to like the that. people. Like, this, exactly. Um, kind of that whole started from nothing. I had this opportunity and channel yeah. to go up to this. Don't go to the organized crime kind of, I would, you know, militia route. Yeah, exactly. There's an honorable way to do this. To make yeah. Money in life. And that's great, man. Especially for those Romanians over there. My thing is... <laughs> um, if this if this does take off pretty well, I mean, especially with me uh, backing it, um, imagine all of, like the elite fighters that are going to come out of this. You know what I mean? To where like oh, yeah. to the, where if they came over to the UFC, they would starch everyone. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, because you're, you're going to have high level fucking people if he does it right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, he's a super disciplined guy, smart. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah, I love it. Come out on top, dude. Hey, fuck everybody up in the lightweight division in the UFC, and then go ahead and go buy a promotion. And just yeah. do that now. Balling, dude. Yeah, Balling. 30 years old, 28 years old. Well, how old he is. Yeah. Was he's he like 32, 33? Oh, is he 30? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good for him, dude. Absolutely. I love it. I love the move, man. Um, later in that press conference, they mentioned that uh, he wanted MMA to be in the Olympics. Stop. Stop. It just doesn't. That, what, how? Where does it, where does that fit in in the Olympics at all? First off, is it going to be tournament style? Is it going to be? What? Yeah, it would have to be. I and it's and I just don't think that works for for MMA fighting. You get cut across the eye, and but you still win the fight, or you get you got to go the next day. It's going to be a fucking cockfight, dude. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a dark dark shadow on on the Olympics if you have just dudes yeah. just. Well, I think a lot of the so. With boxing, right? They got headgear. They got their yeah. little uh, groin uh, belt protector, and they got like super big ass gloves. Yeah, right. My thing is this: um, even if the rule set, the rule set is changed to make sure there isn't any cuts, they're wearing headgear. Yeah, maybe no elbows, no knees, whatever the case may be. Right, shin guards, shit yeah. like that. My biggest thing is one: who, no, Conor McGregor isn't going to go do that. There's no money in the Olympics. There's no fucking money. There's no money at regional MMA to begin mm-hmm. with. What no. the fuck do you think? I'm going to go fight for my country yeah. for free, dude? Right. It's not like basketball where it's like, oh, this is going to be fun. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, you're getting your fucking eyes swollen shut. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then with all that headgear and stuff, I might as well go and watch, you know, someone Amateur at the local. Day. Yes, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Olympics, if, if you're going to have if you're going to have fighting in the Olympics, it's just going to be UFC fighters in there. You know what uh, I mean? Fuck no. I, I think if you're in the UFC, you don't even. If you're, no, don't even touch it. Yeah, if you're like the Dana White contender series just signed, or if you got yeah. a, you know a fight like that coming up, yeah, you're not going to the Olympics. They're gonna pay you nothing. Yeah. You're gonna have to fight a bajillion fucking times mm-hmm. to get a gold medal. Nobody gives a shit about. It'd yeah. be cool, like for the amateurs and shit like that. If like that's what the amateurs wouldn't do because they're right. not paid for shit anyways. To have like a resume. Mm-hmm. Um, but the amateurs are already doing Olympic shit. How many Olympic uh, wrestlers do you see going into? Uh, bigger, you know, UFC, Bellator, shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is already happening. Now, you're going to add in getting punched in the face mm-hmm. along, you know, yeah. getting kicked. It's like a global amateur scene at yeah. best. Yeah. I like, think it's, I mean, it's a dog shit idea. hey, great. Great on you, yeah. but that it just doesn't work for yeah. me. He had mentioned that it was going to help with, like, the legitimacy of the sport. We don't need the Olympics mm-hmm. for it to be a legit thing. It's, it's already worldwide. It's already, yeah. If you want, here's my thing, dude. If you want MMA to be taken seriously, how about we stop talking about, you know, these conspiracy theories on press conferences and shit like that and fucking uh, being backed by dictators 
and yeah. shaking hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. How about we stop that? How about we start paying our fighters? How about right. we have a, a, a CBA in place for these fucking fighters and shit like that? To yeah. Be taken kind of a how union. About that? Yeah. How about we do that to be more fucking right. legit? What's the what's the Muhammad Ali law? Let's the, Yeah, Ali Act. The yeah. Ali Act. Yeah. Um, how about how about let's not have cross promotions with CM Punk going in and trying to fight in the UFC? You know what I mean? Yeah, let's. Exactly. And I think UFC is already being taken seriously at this point, especially after this whole year of COVID and being like the first, like the 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 um, what do you call them? The the, the forerunners. Yeah, the big yeah, like the top four major four sports. And I'm, stuff like that. I'm saying they 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 set the tone for how sports should be played during this time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. The NBA, uh, the NFL, uh, not hockey because hockey's not even fucking being played right now. Yeah. But um, and the MLB, they all took from the UFC and, and the way that they were doing stuff, man. And I think it's legitimized at this point. But I agree. Fuck no, no, no to the Olympics. Let's, yeah, uh, let's just turn that we down right now. You don't need it. Or I had a necessary. fucking buzz button. We were no. Yeah. Stop. Fuck no. It's. I think jujitsu should be the fucking yeah. In the Olympics, more. Then it should be uh, MMA. Yeah. To be honest with you. Now, and it's a very similar reasoning behind why jiu-jitsu shouldn't. One, they're not going to get paid for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. They already have their own kind of like worlds. Yeah. Stage yeah. Already. Tournaments, all that. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary for them either. But if we had to choose a sport, it'd probably be BJJ more than MMA. Moving on to this. So as we know, Leon Edwards was out uh, against Shemaev. Neil Magny is willing to step in mm-hmm. to fight Shemaev. What that. are your quick takes on that fight? All right, dude. Neil Magny is an absolute unit. Yeah, good on his street, good on his yeah. feet. Also, like, I don't know how good Chimaev's grappling is. I mean, I'm sure it's got to be fine, right? I mean, Jesus Christ. Have you seen, do you see what he did to these people, man? No, I mean, Fucking. like, as far as just knocking them out, TKOing them, right? Yeah. I mean, it, that takes a lot to, to yeah. control a position. Yeah. Stuff like that takes a lot. Um, I, Hats off to Magny. And he's asking for this fight. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm Neil Magny, I you should be asking for this fight. To be Where's honest. Magny at in the rankings right now? Ten. Nine. Nine? Yeah. And look at that. Chimaev just slipping into that 15. One fight at Belterways. So Magny, uh, if he beats Chimaev, he stops Chimaev in his tracks. Uh, Magny's going to jump up, obviously. I would think that he would jump up above Thompson at that point. Chimaev, if he beats Magny, he's now proven um, that he Wait, is. Do you think Neil Magny will be top five if he beats Chimaev? I, I just think that because how much – how much like uh steam Chimaev has right now uh yeah I think, and wonder boys set I think the he fight steps in at six at best oh yeah buff woodley yeah, yeah. at best you depends how so, he, huh? depends how he beats him too man smagny has been on a tear though here's my thing so Chimaev's whole thing is like oh give me a fight i just want to smash people and all that thing awesome great dude how fucking froggy are you now now mm-hmm. that you were going to get a number three uh contender fight against mm-hmm. Leon Edwards, right? Are you willing to risk all that shit against Neil Magny, who I think matches up with him well because yeah. there's still a lot of unknowns about Shamaya. Yeah. There's still he's got hit, you know, power. He can grapple with you. Mm-hmm. He obviously can bang you out on the ground and stuff like Magny's that. Magny's not necessarily one to one hit yeah. knock you out. A, you know what I mean? Yeah. He he has a chin. He doesn't get tired. Mm-hmm. He's well rounded, right? He'll push the pace. You know what I'm saying? He'll mm-hmm. play that fucking game with you and it's hard to look good at Neil Magny. Mm-hmm. It really is. If you can look good against a Neil Magny. You're the real deal. Yeah, like I think Chimaev absolutely is. I mean, if he doesn't take this fight, that just goes to show where his head was at, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think that 
I think the fight could, would happen. If everything lines up, I think Chimaev will take that fight. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think he would have. If he was going to take it, he would have taken it by now. Really? The fight's in two weeks. I think he's going to hold out. Yeah, I think he'll hold out, which is the right move. Here's the thing that I'm not – look, I'm not saying him not taking the fight. I'm not dogging him for that. It's yeah. the right move is to wait for number three. That's the fucking right move. Yeah. Especially if he's able to recover in a decent amount of time. Now, but as you were saying before, Edwards – was pretty bad taking it pretty bad yeah yeah um so crazy so maybe if he does take the magnify it may not be in two weeks yeah but maybe it's in february yeah you know but uh i think shamaya taking that fight will answer all the questions you get answered in leon edwards yeah with less consequence to be honest with you um and it doesn't give shamaya an out you know what I mean? Because if you would have lost to Edwards, they'd be like, well, that's the number three guy. We definitely rushed right. him. We only had one fight. But if you would have lost to Magni, it's like, well, we're going to take you out of that 15 now. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. For sure. Look, I love what Hamza Shemaya is doing. Mm-hmm. I love everything about it. It's fun, right? The rise is always fun. But there's just answers that we that need to be yeah. it, well, delivered. We'll, we'll see, man. Um, that would be a fucking cool fight, though. Yeah. Also, I love watching Magni fight. Yeah, Magni's always. You have no idea go what's going to happen in one of those fights. But yeah, he's so gonna, fucking smooth, dude. He's yeah. so fucking smooth. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of fights, Nick Diaz, manager, came out and said that, hey, he's going to fight fairly certain. It was like 99 point, a bajillion, 999, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And TJ Gillespie's coming off his suspension. Yeah. Um, who do you like for Nick Diaz and TJ Dillashaw coming back? So Nick Diaz is going to be fighting at 170, 170 185, probably somewhere in between there. Yeah. Let me see the uh let me see these rankings on the 170 and then on the Okay, dude. Well, first off, where where do you think uh Dane is going to put him? Do you think he's going to give him a top 15 fighter? Or do you think he's going to start him off with maybe like a top 50 or like, you know, an old head maybe? I would hate to see that. I, I think Nick see- Diaz if Nick Diaz is going to fight, he's going to fight a name. Oh, dude! Like so, a, fuck your number, dude. Like a Jeff Neal. Fuck no. <laughs> Come on, man. He's not gonna fight Jeff Neal. <laughs> you wouldn't no, do like an Anthony. I'm Pettis thinking like or maybe a Robbie Lawler. Uh, I I think Carlos Condit. Yeah. Is appropriate. Maybe a Tyron Woodley. Yeah. Uh, somebody who has a fucking bro name. Masvidal. Nick it's Diaz against be. Tyron Woodley or Masvidal. Oh yeah. my! It's gonna be one of those. God. It's not gonna be, you know, Shemaev. Muhammad, no. fucking well, this Pettis. You also got to think like this is this is going to be like a a promotional fight. This is going to be like a, oh here's some we're about to make some money kind of fight. That's the only reason why he's coming back. You know what he's I mean? He's not coming back for a fucking title. Dude. So you'd have to get someone who's has a name who's exciting, dude. A Masvidal yeah. against Nick Diaz, and I think he might take that. You know, like oh I beat your yeah. I beat your brother's ass. I beat your ass too. I beat your ass too. Oh yeah. my god, that would be dope, dude. Look at you. Look at you. He's like yeah. drinking the fuck out of this Kool Aid. Yeah. Um, I love that. Who do you have for TJ Dillashaw? TJ Dillashaw, um, I I don't know. Hey, uh, between like the Cruz and the um, Casey Kenny fight, I would like to see Dillashaw against Cruz. I would like to see Dillashaw against, I mean, top ten. <sighs> Jose, uh, Frankie Edgar would be that's, fine. That's where I got my money on. I yeah, think. You know, we got to think he was a champ leaving, yeah. right? He had that one twenty five debacle. Yeah. But I, th- I think there's a lot of uh, reasons on why it went that way. So I'm not knocking him for that. Um, but uh, I like the way he matches up against Jan, to be honest with you. I think that'd be a fun fight. Mm-hmm. Sterling, not so much. 
Sandy Hagen. Uh, but I like the Marais one. I think him and Marais would be great. But I'm leaning towards Frank for his first fight coming back. Yeah, Frankie Edgar is the right fight for him. Frankie Edgar. Um, I love if Garbrandt, if Garbrandt fight. wasn't fighting soon, um, which it, why it, he knocked him out twice? Yeah, I know. Well, I'm saying why? I'm saying like if but Garbrandt is fighting soon, right? But uh, I know. But I'm saying. But you're. Let me. I just want to clarify. If Gar, let's say Garbrandt was like, hey, I got no fight this down third, you would put Garbrandt Dillashaw three. Yeah, fuck it. Why? Dillashaw's coming he back. He knocked him out twice. Why? Garbrandt is a different type of fighter now. Huh? What proves to say that? What well, because he's not as... All right, here we go. In his last in his what last two fights, okay. Garbrandt has been very um, tactical in the ring. He's not as like trigger happy anymore. He doesn't get as excited. Um, and then, he, the, and then he, the one-two tie my shoe, then fucking uppercut to a fucking last four seconds of the fight knockout. Come on, man. Yeah, I would like to see it. Yeah, that Suns out fight. But yeah, it'd uh, probably be better with Frankie Edgar. I don't. I think the Garbrandt fight shouldn't even be mentioned personally. Well, you're gonna have to if if Dillashaw comes back and he starts going on this reign of terror, Why? dude. And then Garbrandt's also fighting. That's assuming. That's assuming Garbrandt can beat the Marais, the Edgars, the Munoz, and stuff like that. Right. I I think Munoz still beats Garbrandt, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I. I could he turn it around? Yes. I'm not saying that he can't. I don't think um, now is the appropriate time to throw in a Dillashaw Garbrandt fight. It no. would have to be over a longer length. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the rematch to begin with. After yeah. the, how they did, like I think they fought in like March or some shit like that the first time, mm-hmm. and then they fought again in August that yeah. same year. I didn't like that at all. It's like what 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 was gonna change? Yeah, you know what I mean. That, yeah, and that one like, there wasn't enough to to adjust. Like mm-hmm. let's do this years down the road. You know, I say because Dillashaw. Has I mean, well, he's lost one or two. Dillashaw's uh, lost one to Cejudo at 125. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is not a. I don't think it's a good weight for him anyway. Fuck no, he had no business going down. He had no. no business going down there. Um, you have to give him a top. You have to give top five. You know. Yeah, I like Frankie. Yeah, I love Frankie. I think Frankie's the right answer. Um, because Dillashaw's gonna beat the shit out of Frankie Edgar. Is I, that well, what you're saying? I think, no, because I think I felt the same way about Pedro Munoz. Munoz yeah. was gonna put it on. Frankie, come to find out, right? Frankie's durability is just <laughs> right. on a thousand. Yeah, you know. So we'll see. That dude's, that dude's just trying to get Christmas presents for his kids. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just want to see. It's like, all right, cool. We know that you know your durability is there. Let's see how your task, your tactical acumen comes up against a former champ. Yeah. So okay. lineal, lineal bantamweight champion. If you think about it. Um. So last little bit of news. USADA doing USADA fucking things. Jesus Christ. Um, six month suspension for Yair Rodriguez for yeah. not checking in. Not checking in. What is now? What's the? Because it was um unauthorized. Like, or they it was like dodging it. What was the term that they used? Uh, I just I was just not like updating. So everybody they're given like this USADA like app and shit like that, and you're supposed to check in about your whereabouts. I believe like every day. That that's it. Failure uh, whereabouts or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, a fair disclosed whereabouts. Yeah. So here's the thing. To have an effective like program like this, it has to be super privacy. Yeah. In your face, like you have no rights kind of shit. Um, because if not, there's gonna be windows for you to cheat. Yeah. Right. Now I have I have a, a stance about that whole fucking like anti doping thing. I think this whole USADA thing is a facade, if I'm being honest. Um but like what what do you plan on getting out of this like okay so you didn't follow the rules you agreed to these terms right 
agreed air quotes because the fighters yeah. never had a say. USADA just came in. That's it. But um, six months suspension. Okay, fine. Like, what is like, it? Were they trying to make do? an example out of them or something? Like, why? But even if they are, it's like, okay, yeah. six months. Go you hurt go. everybody. Everyone gets hurt in this in, in this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It's it's you, you saw doing you saw shit dude. it's it's fucking stupid man it's stupid yeah um and yeah we can di- deep dive into this but we're running you know a little late on the the pod so we'll kind of just wrap it up usada get your shit together fuck you um fuck you and you should have asked the fighters before ufc you should ask the fighters if they wanted this oh wait but you guys don't got a union so that's on your fault fighters anyways <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> anyways <laughs> moving on to our last segment <laughs> yeah. three words one fight, our guy, mm-hmm. Joey B, resurrecting from the dead. Yeah. Fighting Askar Askarov. All right. Three words, one fight. Uh, new versus old, baby. Um, dude, I got uh, Askar Askarov is, uh, what, he's, he's got, what, 13 fights under his belt, 14 fights under his belt against Benavides, who's about, what, 30 fucking fights yeah. at this point. Um, I like the matchup. I think it's going to be uh, maybe the fight in the night with this. Um what card are they fighting under? Uh, I believe it's in March. I think it's a fight night card. That's oh, a fight night card? Well, they're going to so. headline that probably, right? I believe so. If not a co-main event, it depends who else they throw on that card. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, as far as who's going to win goes, uh, I would say that Benavidez probably has got his, got his number, but Asker Askarov has a, has a great chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think that uh, – I guess we'll see. We'll see in this one. Yeah, I, I definitely believe it's favorable for Joseph Benavides, despite his last couple outings. I still think he should be favored to win. Mm-hmm. Not to say Askarov can't. Um, I'd probably give it 55-45 split, mm-hmm. but obviously leaning more to Benavides. My three words would be this. What's next, Joey? <laughs> What's next after this, dude? <laughs> yeah. You beat Askarov. Cool. You still got it. I'm a, I think you can. I mean, I'm, like yeah. I said, I favored you to win. Who's next, bro? <laughs> yeah. Brandon Moreno. Yeah, I know, right? Where are you going? Like Davison, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. fucking god of war. Yeah. Who killed you <laughs> in front of your wife, bro. Like Alex it is, Perez. Like, who's next? Dude? Also, it's kind of weird. So if go down. Where's uh Ask Raskarov? He's at eleven or twelve. Oh, he's number oh shit. Jesus Christ. Um Yeah, dude. Put some respect on his name. My That's, bad, dude. Yeah. Trey, bro. Yeah. Um what, cause Askarov uh, recently just fought Pantoja, right? Pantoja, yep. Yeah, and Benavidez recently just got a shit ride. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That's it. Because, like, you can't... They're not going to give you, a, like, another another title. You know what I mean? He's Here's my thing. The only way Benavidez gets another title shot, he beats Askarov. Uh, Moreno beats uh, Figueiredo. And then you give it... And then Moreno beats Figueiredo again. Not even that. I mean, he doesn't need to beat him twice. But You don't think at this point? They're not going to do immediate rematch. Fuck no. They only did immediate rematch between Benavidez and Figueiredo because of the weight cut. Yeah. Or the, the missed weight. Right. Um. So, I think that's the, I think also Benavidez is like, look, I like the way Moreno matches up against him. Mm-hmm. This gives me my 100th yeah. title shot. And like, Benavidez has to take this Askar Askarov fight. He yeah. has to. And Askar Askarov, he deserves it. Yeah. So, we'll see. I, like I said, man, uh, if Joey Benavidez goes down without a championship belt by the time he retires. Yeah. He will be one of the greatest fighters never to win yeah. a UFC belt. Dude, Hands the, down. The he's Uriah, top three. 
Yeah, the Uriah favor of <laughs> Uriah favors trash ass. I do. You, I don't know why you hate him so much. I don't. Dude. I just. I just. Uh, you think he's overrated? I don't want to say he's overrated. Well, yeah, overrated in the sense of where he's like, oh man, like if he had a belt, like he'd like, dude, Cruz yeah. had his number, TJ had his number, especially now. Obviously, you know, right. like that's all I'm saying. Um, um, but he, he just he peaked in a time of MMA where it wasn't as great as what he is now. Right. That's kind of and it's a shame. It's a shame that it's not overrated. I think it comes down to this uh, this next fight bef- between uh, Moreno and Figueredo, uh, which I have Figueredo, obviously. I, I agree. I like the way you know Moreno matches up, but Figueredo is the yeah undoubtedly favorite. And I think he's going to be like a minus one fifty, minus two hundred. He's going to be like this for the next few fights, but yeah, hell of a hell of a champion to be def- yeah. defending this. I'd, much. Honestly, uh. The Askarov fight, if Askarov can beat Benavidez, mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued against what he can do against Figueiredo. Yeah. I really am. Like, I'm super intrigued. But um, that's it, man. That's it for our pod. Um, any loose ends you want to tie up? No, man. I'm not doing anything anymore because the world is shut down again. Thanks, Newsom. Nice. Yeah, shout out, Newsom. The one thing I do want to add before we close, Clarissa Shields. Yeah. He's training with Jackson Week. Wink. That's, that's the right camp to be in, man. Yeah. There's enough uh, fighters there, female fighters. Yeah, Holly Holmes, size. Johnny, Johnny fucking Bones. Yeah. Like she's gonna have a great, great team there. Yeah, the wrestling. And there. I wonder what her camp's gonna be like too. You know, yeah. going into these That's fights, ideal. it's the ideal place to be. So looking out uh, for her, excited for her. Mm-hmm. She's still young. She's only 25 years old. Whew. Look out, put the world on notice. All right, man. That's Tim Heights. I'm Johnny Rockets. This is the Stand Em Up and Throw Down podcast. Catch y'all later.